Hi, Kelly from Opto22 here. Most Opto22 applications are strictly business and very serious, but Opto22 has a fun side to it as well. What a better place to look at a fun application than the Carnegie Science Center in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Carnegie Science Center is huge and has many displays, including a miniature railroad and village. But this is not just a little train set that my family puts up for the holidays. This display is huge, and we're going to go take a look at it right now. I'm now sitting with Patty Rogers from Carnegie Science Center. Patty, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm the coordinator of historic exhibits here at the Carnegie Science Center. I've been fortunate enough to work with the Miniature Railroad for 16 years in just about every capacity. So, My understanding is that the Miniature Railroad has been with the Carnegie Science Center for many years. Can you give us a brief history about the railroad? The Miniature Railroad is actually 87 years old. It'll be 88 years old this year. It was started in Brookville, Pennsylvania on Christmas Eve in 1920 in the home of a man named Charlie Baldish. And uh, Charlie Baldish's display came here to Pittsburgh in 1954. And it's been a tradition here in Pittsburgh ever since. What we're going to do is, is a year-long process now. We have a staff of volunteers, about 50 volunteers, that work and present the exhibit to the public every day. We have staff along with myself who may help maintain it, other technical staff, machinists here, fabricate each and every gear and cam that go into the handmade animations. And it's just really a team effort. We want to show the industries that Pittsburgh was built on in the era that we represent, which was 1880 to 1930, the steel, the coal, and the railroad, the rivers. And then we also want to show the models that are unique culturally and architecturally. And those displays are made in this room, right? Absolutely. The room that we're in right now is the Miniature Railroad and Village Workshop. And this is pretty much where it all happens behind the scenes. This is our workbench where the models are built. And as you can imagine, over all these years, we've amassed a lot of pieces, all hand-built. But this is a lot of our storage, a lot of the finer pieces. And of course, we store all the tools and materials that it takes to craft each model every year. My understanding is that you're using the Opto 22 control to do the animation along with the lighting. Why did you guys end up using the Opto 22 platform? When we brought on teams of experts to help us design this exhibit, it was then and is still now the best technology for this exhibit. The goal was to maintain the magic and mystique of the exhibit while they're in the room. The magic would be broken if we were fixing things and there were obvious, and that doesn't happen, so we don't have to worry about that. We've had an Opto 22 operating system, Opto Control, all these years that it's been here at Carnegie Science Center, so that would be 16 years, and we've upgraded it along the way and we've changed things, and we wouldn't do anything differently. It, it runs seamlessly, it's extremely dependable. You hit the start button, on the touch screen in the beginning and it runs flawlessly all day. We wanted to make the system as user-friendly as possible for the people who actually run it. I was excited to say, hey, listen, we can really kick this up a notch. And uh, we've been able to do that so far. My name is Lou Bertha. I'm with uh, RDI Controls. Uh, we're a process control system integration company uh, that specializes in engineered uh, applications with the Opto 22 product line. 
What we've been doing over the last year or so is we've been maintaining the railroad for the Science Center as far as the controls go. What we want them to do is on a graphic change how they want the whole system to operate. So now they can put their artistic creativity into it. And when we were approached, we said, hey, listen, that'd be an easy thing for us to do. We've done some upgrades on the controls and we've added some functionality. And we're working now with them to just keep on expanding that functionality. Whether it's when does the rooster crow, when does the cow moo, or when the lights come on into the different uh, sections. Even the lighting control to show day and night can be adjusted. And I want them to have the ability to do that uh, without much angst. Is it difficult to add additional hardware to the current system? No, absolutely not. Uh, with the existing racks, if we just need to add an I.O. point here or there, we can put in a new module uh, to do uh, digital ins, digital outs, uh, analog ins or outs. Uh, for instance, the lighting system is a bunch of 4 to 20 outputs that change the level as the time progresses in the simulation mode. So every six minutes, you go through a whole day, and that could be adjusted on the system. If we wanted to add another rack for a section of the system, all we had to do was just add another Ethernet-based uh, controller or brain board and tie that into our main controller. Depends on the functionality. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of the additions that you've made recently? Sure. Uh, we had added on the uh, roundhouse and the switchyard. We did that with a PAC R2 and added a G75 terminal so they could have local interface to show the kids and everything how things operate. The roundhouse is being driven by a servo motor and we're looking at the counts, the pulses, to determine where we're actually uh, situated. For local control, we have a, the G75 and it allows us to select and program macros in. So we can route the trains as they come through the setup to go on the particular routes and hit the roundhouse and then park them into uh, the, the various bays. We get the kids coming in here, looking at this system, saying, wow, how does that work? How do you do this? And it gives us a chance, you know, I've talked to a few of them, to explain, hey, this is all engineering. You know, this is stuff, whether you're doing it on a model railroad or doing it on a combustion turbine or factory process automation, they're all part of the same concept. So it's one of those things that try to excite kids as they're coming into it in the reality of the engineering field. All right, well, thank you, Lou, for sitting down and talking to us today. I know that you have a very busy schedule, so I appreciate you taking time to come play with your toys and explain to us how they work. Uh, you gave me a chance to play with my toys, and uh, I appreciate the time. Thank you guys for watching this application about Carnegie Science Center and their miniature railroad. If you'd like more information about this application or other applications, please visit the Opto22 website. Have a great day.